New Hope Church, uh, welcome. Um, I'm excited that you get to join us for another edition of TNT Devotionals. Um, I've been lo- really looking forward um, to getting to hang out with y'all. Um, if you haven't gotten around to meet me yet, uh, my name is Robert Genter. I have had the privilege to work on our New Hope students team here for uh, a little over six years now. Um, so um, super excited to be here, um, super blessed to be on this team. Um, speaking of New Hope students, um, I am extremely excited for camp to happen this year. Uh, it's already been so fun planning camp. I can't wait to see it um, all happen. If you're a student, I'm going to encourage you to sign up. Um, you're not going to want to miss it, um, especially this year. We haven't had it in like two years now, um, and I hope to see all of you there. Um, and if you're an adult who's feeling called to serve in our student ministry, don't hesitate. Um, come ask uh, one of us to get involved. Um, we would love to serve with you um, at both our camp and within our ministries. Um, I currently also get the honor to work and serve alongside the amazing Webster campus. Big shout out to the web, Jeremy, Kaylee, Angie, Leslie, Stacy, Randy, and Sherry. I could not ask for a better team, and y'all are some real ones. Um, Well, enough said about me. Um, Y'all came here for a Devo and to grow as a church family, and uh, I am excited, and thank you for allowing me the opportunity to lead us in exactly that. Um, But before I get started, let's pray. Um, Father God, um, I thank you for today. I thank you um, for... um, just getting to wake up and uh, come before you as a church family um, and seek you and seek your word. Um, Lord, bless our days. Um, let us take your, your scripture, your word to heart um, and apply it to our lives. In your name I pray. Amen. Well, I am excited to bring you today's devotional, um, and I hope that it's beneficial to your life and relationship um, with Jesus. I am covering Matthew 13, 31 through 33, the parable of the mustard seed and the yeast. Uh, Jesus gives us two really short and sweet parables in just three verses um, that carry a whole lot of weight in just how important the kingdom of God is and its perceived growth. But before we dive in, I wanted to just give us a quick reminder of what parables are. Um, Though they seem like creative and fun stories that Jesus um, uses to teach religion or morals, um, uh, they are truly stories about him and his mission to bring about the kingdom of God. And so why parables? As it seems like almost a less effective way to uh, teach than to just speak plainly, but um, Jesus had to speak enough truth so that those with ears to hear and are open-minded would pick up on what he's trying to say, but still vague enough um, so that those who were against him and would judge too hastily, Jesus, uh, that they wouldn't wouldn't get on to him. Um, Jesus also shows through a quote from Psalms uh, 78 um, of him fulfilling prophecy um, through speaking in these parables, and we'll go over that a little bit later. But um, with all that said, I want, to, I want you to follow me through Matthew uh, 13, 31 uh, through 32, um, the parable of the mustard seed in the east, um, and we're going to see just how Jesus tells the story of the growth and expansion of the kingdom of God. So uh, read with me. He told them another parable. 
the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, uh, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds may come and perch in its branches. We see Jesus starts the parable off with a surprising comparison, and it's that the kingdom of heaven is being represented by a mustard seed, which is very, very small. It's like probably the size of the, like the tip of a ballpoint pen. Um, and it's hard to think of the kingdom in this way. Um, something that you might think of big and powerful um, would be equated to something so small or tiny or um, could even be seen as like weak, but quickly we then see a second comparison after this time lapse through the verse of the seed growing into a great tree, much larger than what seems to be possible for such a small thing um, to create. Um, And this seems like a much more fitting comparison of the kingdom, but um, the question I ask is like, why the seed comparison in the first place? Why not mountains and oceans and deserts and all things that are great in size? Um, Well, it's Because it's not the kingdom, it's not that the kingdom is small or weak, um, but it's easily overlooked. Um, But when planted correctly, it's unavoidable. Um, You would not notice a mustard seed if you walked past it on the ground, um, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't there. It takes that seed to be noticed by a special person, to be planted, and then it will produce huge results. And Jesus was doing exactly that. He was planting seeds, and through him, the kingdom of God will be planted and will be known and not so easily overlooked, bringing about life and provision to many people. Um, Next, Jesus um, continues to speak of yeast mixed with flour in Matthew 13, 33, and it says, uh, he told them still another parable, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Um, So in this parable, we see yet another comparison between the kingdom and something small that if applied the right way, can grow to something great, that great thing being bread. And if you've been on a diet or or gone a while without eating bread, it's it's like, it's a very great and life-giving thing. Um, Fun fact, something I've noticed in my adult life, I don't know if y'all have too, um, when when I was a kid, I really didn't care for bread. Like, like I didn't care for dinner rolls and I didn't care for any of that anything like that. I wonder if Texas Roadhouse changed me at all, but um, I would say in my adult life, like I really like bread and I shouldn't like bread as much as I like it. Um, But anyways, uh, the kingdom is being represented by yeast. Um, Those of you who don't know, um, yeast is actually a fungus and and we use it in most bread to make it fluffy. Um, That's the Rob's easy definition of yeast um, used to make bread fluffy. Um, But we see a similarity in this comparison. Um, Just like the seed, yeast is so small that you would overlook it in the wild. It goes about unseen until presented to something that it can react with like flour or dough. Um, But let's look at the verse one more time. Um, He told them, still another parable, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. 
Um, we know that yeast is another small comparison, um, and that has to be added to something to see its full potential. But I wanted to touch on a, a on a word in here um, that the word mixed. Um, this word in Greek translates to the word krupto, which um, translates more literally to the words hidden or conceal. Um, this is where we get our word like crypt um, uh, from, like like as in a sealed grave. Um, so you could also say that the woman took and hid the yeast amongst the dough. Um, and the thing is, you would never know that it had been placed there until it was too late. Um, because once yeast is introduced to dough, it can't be separated from the batch um, that you put it in um, because it spreads too quickly and you can't see it until the work has already been done. Um, they would even save a portion of not the yeast, but the dough that had yeast in it to use for a later batch so that they didn't need to find wild yeast because once yeast starts, it can't be stopped or separated. Um, this reminds me of Paul and his ministry being um, excited about preaching um, in prison. Uh, we see in Philippians 1, 12 through 14, it says, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear uh, throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all um, the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. And so people who were against Paul had separated him from the dough um, and placed him within another batch. Um, and this, um, because Paul was acting as the yeast, um, it allowed the kingdom of God to grow, um, and he couldn't be stopped. And through this parable, Jesus was hiding bits of uh, the kingdom of God or yeast in people's hearts, knowing um, that it would slowly but surely grow. Uh, we remember that parables aren't just an abstract story of religion, but Jesus telling a story about himself and the advancement of God's kingdom. So even in this moment, him teaching this scripture is he is teaching about himself bringing about the kingdom of God while also bringing about the kingdom of God through his teaching. Um, and this isn't all that weird to the people around because in this time, the kingdom to the Jews is not a, not a new or unknown idea. It's actually a, a time that they hoped for, a time when the Messiah comes. Um, but it's not this warrior king this, that is going to destroy the Gentiles and restore Israel, God's people, and, um, and like they had imagined. Um, but it's Christ planting small, even overlooked seeds, concealing pockets of yeast and large amounts of flour and dough, which is humanity, um, waiting and watching for this slow and unstoppable growth um, that is happening in the kingdom. Um, but in this time, because people didn't expect this kind of God, it was one of the reasons people didn't believe Jesus to be this king. They, they couldn't believe because of this subtle, small, and hidden mustard seed or unseen um, yeast kind of ruling. 
Um, Jesus was a king of servanthood. He lacked the perceived warrior rulership that the Jews had expected, even down to his birth and where he was raised um, was small and overlooked. His birth in Bethlehem in a manger, which is a pretty word for the word for trough, um, and even being raised in Nazareth, which is a which is a small town, more like a village that no one really knew of at the time. Um, and so the thoughts of man at this time were, why would our God King ever rule in this humble, subtle, mustard seed way? Um, and the way I can say is, one, the fulfillment of prophecy, and two, um, it's so effective, and it's loving, and it's kind, and it's humble, um, and it's exactly the way that I would want someone to rule over me. And, um, and though it's small and hidden, um, it's effective and honestly unstoppable. Um, Jesus wraps up this parable um, through the acknowledgement of Scripture in Psalm 78. He says, I will open my mouth with a parable. I will utter hidden things, things from of old. Um, and this is the plainest Jesus um, spoke um, in this teaching. Um, and it was a prophecy of himself. Um, and Jesus is speaking of known things that have been overlooked and hidden, but have always been there. It's, it was like a mustard seed um, or a piece of yeast that couldn't be pulled or separated or stopped from growing. Um, he's bringing light to the fact that this movement is happening and has been happening. Um, the seed has been planted and the yeast has been added. Um, he's speaking um, of the kingdom and his role to play in it um, as the farmer who plants seeds or the woman who, who hides the yeast amongst the dough. Um, he's bringing about the kingdom of God. Um, and he continues to do so um, through all of us. Um, we are, are called as his witnesses, as we see in Acts 1.8, and, um, and we are hopefully slowly expanding um, not just the church, but within our communities um, and within our ones, um, bringing them a part of this batch and so that they can go out and create a new one and, um, and that we can do the work that Jesus has set the example for us all um, and that we as well can bring about the kingdom of God. Um, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, that is uh, my Devo for this morning. Um, but allow me to pray um, just once more. Um, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you um, that we get to come here and seek you um, and know your word. And Lord, how truly amazing it is just to, um, the honor it is to be trusted as your witness, um, to be trusted as some as someone who will is able to reach out to another and show them um, your love and what you have in store for them. Um, in your name I pray. Amen. Well, New Hope, um, thanks so much for being with us today. Um, just a reminder that we have services tonight. Uh, we have services on Sunday in person um, at all four of our campuses. Um, and we also have our um, iCampus studio right here. Um, and that will be on Sunday morning at 945. Um, church, I love you guys. Thanks again for joining me. I'll see you tonight and this weekend.